Good evening, Bonacera. Welcome Good back evening. to the Across the Tracks podcast. Yay, yay. We are back in living color. In living color. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. Homie, don't play that. Homie, don't play that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We are back. And uh, another exciting episode tonight. And uh, we're looking forward to it. Got some, some good discussion topics for tonight. So uh, I'm Wayne. And I am Steve. Right. All right. So what are we kicking off with tonight, my friend? We There's a there's been an anniversary, uh, 30 years this past week, or coming up this week, of a situation in which the world saw what police brutality was all about and the fact that a, a individual by the name of Rodney King was stopped and was beating beaten by police officers four police officers and the officers were put on trial for beating Rodney King and eventually was acquitted and so this week was the anniversary of the riots that started after the acquittal uh, that took place. Years. 30, 30 years. years since Rodney 30 King, years. and Rodney King has gone and has passed on yep. now, but his legacy, you know, this was pre-Black Lives Matter in the fact that we've always known about the Los Angeles Police Department being under Sheriff uh, Daryl Gates and all the other chief of police's chief of police in Los Angeles that uh, attacked unarmed uh, minorities, black, Latinos, and uh, got away with for many years. You you heard about it, we knew about it, but it was for the first time that America witnessed what everybody had talked about, but part of society did not believe until they saw it in their with their own eyes. And so this was the anniversary of that. And just so happened a birthday gift for an individual, or, yeah, I think it was a birthday gift for an individual, gets a brand new camcorder, he takes it out on his balcony, sees the police have got somebody stopped out there, and he starts to film it, and it makes its way to the national news. And then, of course, uh, most of America, most of the world saw it, and uh, that anniversary is is uh, coming up or has happened this yeah, yeah. Um, this past, past week. week. Yep, yep, yep. What are what are yep. your thoughts? What are you? Yeah, um, I so I thought where 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 were you? Where were you? Where where were you at the time of the Rodney King? Do you remember where you were when you saw that video of those four cops uh, beating him? Do you remember where you were and what your yes. reaction was? Uh, I was at our the first home that we bought, we were in the process of getting ready to move. Okay. And within two weeks, um, we were moving. As, as a matter of fact, I had a camcorder that I had bought uh, a couple years, about three years before, and we were in our old house, and it came on the news, and we watched it. And of course, being a history teacher, you know, part of the discussion that the kids brought 
to class. And we, I, I had always started with like an open discussion or uh, a question that would get them thinking about certain things, you know. And it was brought up and we discussed it. Exactly uh, how and why uh, people now believe that police brutality was taking place in the in Los Angeles or on the streets of Los Angeles. Right, but right. yeah, I was in our first house when I saw it. And then um, I think we were in the house we're in now by the time that the trial had gotten through and so on. So wow. uh, yeah, we were in the process of getting ready to move. Wow, wow. How about yourself? Yeah, we we were overseas. We were in Japan at the time. I was still in the Air Force then. We were in Japan when this happened uh, in uh, 92. And uh, different reactions, because you're in a foreign country, um, and we're, we're getting this news a bit delayed because, you know, the time zone and everything. So when we saw the video, uh, it was like, wow. I mean, just, you know, just beating this guy. Um, for, you know, for, for us, it was like, what, what, why, what did this guy do that you're just kicking this guy and beating this guy? Uh, so when you're overseas, you're an American in a foreign country, especially black in a foreign country, even though you're on base, uh, there were certain reactions that, um, were elicited, you know, once people saw the video, some people, the usual, what's still going on now? Well, why didn't he comply with the cops? Right. If he had just complied with the cops, they wouldn't have beat him, you know, and, and, and that has not changed. So, um, that's where we were. Uh, we were just like, man, this is crazy that they're beating this guy like this. And fortunately, like you said, this gentleman got a camera for his birthday, got that footage, and shared it with the world. Otherwise, we'd have never known what had happened. Like you said, this was pre-BLM and everything else that's going along surrounding police brutality, where people are actually seeing what we have known for years from back in the 60s and 70s. We knew there was police brutality. But until it came mainstream right into your living rooms on the television, uh, I think it made believers out of, it may have made believers out of a lot of people, but there were still there's still a faction of this country that clinged, that cling to that old, um, you know, whatever word is. Well, all you got to do is comply, you know. And uh, but yeah, um, sad man. And like you say, Rodney King has passed on. Uh, he in in his in his even though the cops had beat him mer- unmercifully. Is that the word? Unmercifully. Is mercifully. Merci- yeah. Unmercifully. Yeah. He still had, you know, the um, the wherewithal, I guess, to ask a simple question. Can't we all just get along? Right. And I always said, man, he should have patented that phrase and made, made buku bucks off of it because he he was being sincere. He's just like, look, can't we all just get along? And And here we are 30 years later from that incident and his words cry out. Still, why can't we all get along in this country, man? I that's somebody needs to answer that question. (laughs) And so from 30 years ago, here we are. It's 2022. uh, Young black men, minorities, they're still getting brutalized by the police. The police, sometimes they get uh, justice brought to their doorstep, but a lot of times they do not. 
So has anything really changed since Rodney King? I'm going to say no, because we just had a case. The young man in Grand Rapids, Michigan, his family fled the Congo, violence, civil war, whatever's going on in the Congo. His family fled, came to the United States seeking a better life. And what happens? He gets pulled over in a traffic stop. And the next thing you know, he's dead. And it's already come out that the police union is supporting the cop who killed the guy saying, you know, hey, he was out there. It's tough for police. You know, he he was fearing for his life. It was a dicey situation. But my thing is, how is the situation dicey and how are you fearing for your life when you're on top of this guy? He's face down on the ground. You've got your knee in his back and you shoot him in the back of the head. How are you fearing for your life? Right. So something tells me this guy will probably get off. And so it it just it especially in the black community, it, you you always are asking the question, when when is this crap going to end? And why can't we get along? Why, why is there so much issue with the way certain people are treated by the cops simply because of their skin? I'll throw it back to you. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's have we progressed? Not in those in, in that sense at all, because now we have uh, what I call D.A.E., which is dumbass excuses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DA, I like that. <laughs> you know, uh, because now they have an excuse because some of these uh, state legis- legislators and legislators have decided that we can stand our ground. Now it's open. It's open season on on people simply because they can say, "I feared for my life." Right. You know, right. and. By doing so, you're you're opening up a, a can of worms, and you just can't you can't get 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 that genie back in the bottle. Right. Those worms are going to going to continue to uh, squirm out of there. Uh, just like here in the state of Indiana, they passed a damn law that you don't have to uh, have any uh, licenses to carry a gun openly. Wow. Wow, that's gonna start in in July. Wow, open carry. You don't you don't need to have a permit. Don't need to have anything. And wow. I tell people all yesterday, there was a, a a lady that's opening up a children's clinic on the east side of Indianapolis. You know, one of the you know healthcare deserts, mm-hmm. or whatever right, that right, they right. have in cities. Right. And the mayor of Indianapolis came by there. And uh, I had met him before at a couple of other things uh, as being a part of the school board and so on. And his uh, one of his bodyguards is a former member of our Corvette club. And I asked him, I said, Kevin, what the hell were these people thinking when they passed this law stating that you don't have to have a permit to carry a gun openly anymore? He goes, I have no idea what they're thinking about. It's just, it's bad enough that the Indianapolis uh, Police Department hardly uh, hardly solves any cases as far as dealing with uh, murder Mm. whatsoever. And at least we never hear about it. And I mean, every morning that we wake up, we think, 
Well, who, how many is going to be killed today? So um, the idea of progressing is just, it hasn't happened. Yeah, yeah. And now, now these people have an excuse, DAE, dumbass excuse, uh, to do whatever they feel they please. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I think we should, I think we would be doing a disservice if we didn't caveat this discussion. There are good cops out there. Oh, absolutely. I think think you have to give credit where credit. There are good cops out there. They play by the rules. They do things by the book. They follow proper process, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of these individuals who, you know, for whatever reason, um, go outside the lines and it always appears to be when someone and I, I can't speak to how many white folks have been killed by cops. I can't speak to that. I know what I see on the TV just about every every night. Some some black man is getting killed by a cop. It appears that you always stop for something that is like, isn't there a better way to handle this? You know, uh, I know a lot of a lot of uh, chiefs of police have instituted you know, they're not going to pull people over for routine traffic violations and whatnot. But a lot of the black men that have been killed here recently, uh, the latest being the young man in Grand Rapids, he was pulled over because the plates didn't match the car that he was driving. And that escalated into the fact that the young man is dead. So here's my thing. is If, if you're an officer and you see that, like, OK, uh, these plates don't necessarily match this car, you probably have enough information on the individual Go pick him up. You know, why, why does it have to escalate into something to where someone ends up dead? That's what I wish someone would tell me. Yeah. I have a friend here, man. He's been pulled over so many times. Fortunately, nothing. It hasn't escalated to the fact to where, you know, there's been violence or whatnot. But he's been pulled over several times because he has a um, he has a license plate cover on his car and it's sort of tinted. Yeah. Right. He's been here 20 some years. His latest pullover here was a couple of months ago. Cop pulls him over. And my friend says, I've been here 20 some years. No cop has ever pulled me over because, according to you, you can't read my license plate. Now, if I'm driving behind him and I have numerous times, I can read every letter on his license plate. Okay, so he asked the guy, why are you pulling me over? He said, well, it's at the cop's discretion. To pull you over. Right. But it's not against the law, you know. So it's stuff like that. That's like, why? You know, why? 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 Why do that? Why waste your time on trivial traffic violations where you can probably like, hey, I I can get this guy's address, whomever. I can go talk to them, whatever. It doesn't have to get to a point where it escalates and somebody getting killed. So. As I said, good cops out there. I would not want to be a cop. Every time you step out the door, you don't know what you're walking into. There are some dicey situations out there. But I think a lot of these things that involve where young black men have been killed over minor issues, they could have been alleviated and handled a different way, in my opinion. And it wouldn't result in somebody being dead. So yep. that that that's my two cents on that. Yep. Yes, it's uh, it's a shame, but and, and as you mentioned, there there are good. The majority of the police officers do the right thing. Absolutely, but it only takes a few 
to step out. Yep. Okay. And cause all police officers to get a bad rap. Right. Right. You know, so man, that's just the nature of things. And yeah. the country is so polarized and everybody is mad about something um, that things are going to escalate. It just yeah. is. That's how, that's yeah. how, that's how this country is, has, has become uh, the past five or seven, seven uh, years. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, everybody, everybody drives fast. Everybody's got a bone to pick with somebody, you know, everybody's in a big hurry to do nothing. Right. And right. Uh, it just, you know, it, we're all hyped up on, on stupidity. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, being hyped up, let's transition to um, communications. And I know recently, uh, within the past week, there has been a change in the media brand known as Twitter. And with this change, we have a new owner, majority owner of the stock of Twitter, and that is Elon Musk. And he is supposedly going to reinstitute the idea of free speech, you know, which includes maybe. Cheeto Jesus getting back <laughs> on on Twitter, you know, uh, Orange Glow. <laughs> he he says he'll never he'll never go back to Twitter, but he's lied about everything else, so he'll right. be back on there. Spreading. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I have no crap. doubt. I have no doubt. And so Elon Musk, who is a person that has dabbled in the idea that free speech should be free speech and the government should not be involved in all that. So he's bought Twitter. I forgot how many billions of dollars. Is it 46 40 billion, billion or something yeah. there? Yeah. 46 40 billion, billion dollars. Yeah. Yep, yep. In which to control the, uh, to control Twitter. So he's going to use it as, as his own personal platform. And since he owns it, it's his own personal um, stock, whatnot. He's the main controller of it, has a majority stock. And it's a private business. Then the government, you know, according to most people, the government can't tell him what to do. But the government can't say that, you know, uh, Agent Orange is spewing off a whole bunch of crap over there, all these lies, and can't shut him down. Well, it's a private-owned business. Right. The, the other thing that I have with this is the fact that people with billions of dollars are now controlling the narrative of our country. People of, if you've got money, you can control the free speech of a country. If you don't like something, you can control what goes on with that. So therefore, we've got billionaires that that control all the major uh, 
television stations, corporations, and whatnot. So the idea of free speech, it's it's been bought. Yep. You know. I agree. It's it's been bought. So free speech in some instances isn't free. <laughs> okay. It's not. You can nope. control the narrative as long as you own the company. And I don't know how the the Federal Trade Commission will allow this to go forward knowing that an individual has such control over a media like that. Now, granted, Twitter isn't the biggest thing out there. Elon Musk is probably wants to use it to make more money, you know, get on it, use it for a bit, and then sell it for a profit. Yeah. Okay. So, even, you know, I just though, don't like the idea of, of these people controlling yeah. controlling the media. It's bad yeah. enough that we have uh, a person over in Russia that controls everything, and the people over there don't think have no uh, no clue what's going on because they completely control the right. media. Right. They aren't getting the truth. Right. What are your thoughts? Yeah. No, I agree. He even though he's come out and said he he didn't buy Twitter to make a profit on it. Okay, that's what he said. Yeah, right. But um I agree with you, man, that um what is free speech anymore? You know, it used to be when when, you know, the first amendment guaranteed you free speech, there were certain things you could say within the realm of decency. Well, that's gone out the window because now you can say anything and, you know, and it's okay. So I just see this, that he wants to um, open up the realm of free speech. And I have no doubt that there's going to be a lot of lunatics on there, you know, spouting even more garbage than what we we're currently getting. And as you say, man, free speech is no longer going to be free. It's going to have a price. And um, it's unfortunate, man. It's, it's just another nail in the coffin of for democracy in this country. That's how I look at it. Right. Every day, something else erodes in this country that's chipping away at the fabric of democracy in this country. And it's sad. It depresses the hell out of me to know that, like— this is not this is not what I envisioned as someone who is getting older, you know, has had some experiences in life, lived various places, done a lot of things. And here I am every day you wake up, you hear stupid stuff, man, from stupid people. And it's accepted as gospel. So that that being able to say anything about anybody, whatnot, it's accepted as fact. It's accepted as truth. And it's 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 killing this country. Uh, it's giving this killing this country by a slow death. That's 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 how I feel. And so is, is him purchasing Twitter. Is it going to make anything better? I don't think so. I think it's just going to be worse uh, when it comes to what people are going to be allowed to say and what they're allowed to say, who they're allowed to say it about, whatnot. It's going to be a free for all. This is my opinion. I agree. See, si, senor. See, si, senor. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's for sure. It's, yeah, it's just um, it's it's gonna give the people that are on the fringes yeah. that has been cut out. Right, it's gonna give them their way back in. 
Right. Because mm-hmm. right now, I mean, you think you mentioned you've mentioned the FTC. Nobody's regulating these entities. I mean, they've been trying to do that to regulate the Facebooks and the Twitters and all these big media platforms. But nothing nothing seems to stick when they bring it up. So he's a billionaire. He's bought this uh, social media platform. He says he wants to, you know, do whatever for free speech. But in my view, you're just giving a a platform to the lunatics and the idiots out there that are now will be free to say whatever the hell they want. And it's going to be accepted as free speech, even though those of us with an ounce of intelligence in our brain is like, this is bullshit. (laughs) You know, some of some of the stuff that people utter out of their mouths and they're supposed to be educated people just have to wonder, man, what what I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I will I will leave it there. Yes, sir. Si senor. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So uh we got next we I think we're gonna flow into the next thing, speaking of finance, is that there's this push now from um, the Biden administration, and there has been a push from Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, for several years now to do something about student loan debt. Mm. And the idea of counseling all the debt or counseling a part of the debt, part of students' debts, Counseling part of, of debt with people that are are um, from inner cities or uh, incomes at a certain level and whatnot. But once again, it's, it's an idea that's out there that um, some people are already saying no because they're not getting anything out of it. Right. Well. I paid my student loan off. It's it's only gonna it's only gonna help them. It didn't help me. I had to pay. I'm still paying my student loan off now. So, you know, there's always those people that think that, you know, here we go down the socialist ladder again <laughs> and whatnot. You know, it's it's a shame again the fact that. In order to uh, continue with higher education, there are people that, you know, most of America is is middle class. Right. And the cost of education has gone up year after year after year. And so for some students who come from families that don't have the means, they have to take out loans in order to – you know, you think about, I want to get a good job or whatnot, and they want to pursue something that they love, and they may not be able to because they don't have the finances for it right. and whatnot. However, you know, there are some people that that don't go to college and do well, right. do really well. Right. Okay? But for those people that do, and they catch themselves in, in debt— you know, should their student uh, debts be canceled? I I personally think a, a portion of it could be. All of it, 
and depends on the circumstance. So you got to come up with rules to deal with that. You know, who are the people that are going to have theirs canceled, which once again, as I mentioned earlier, people are going to be pissed off. Well, I want mine. I want mine canceled. Well, why couldn't I get mine canceled? Well, I'm going to be upset and I'm going to take my gun into the university right. and shoot somebody because it's, you know, you try to do the best for the people that are in need. Right. Okay. And that's what they're they're talking about. Let's let's let them take that money and put it towards rent, put it towards, you know, buying a, a home and whatnot. Right, right. So that's that's those are my thoughts on it. Yeah. Well there there used to be programs, I I'm I'm sure they still exist, that if you went to school for a certain um field and once you graduated and got your degree in that field, if you were willing to do something in support of the government, the government would assist you in paying off those school loans. I don't know if those programs still exist or not. Right. Teach for America was one. Yes. Um, there was another where um, you went into uh, urban communities and did projects and that type of thing. Um, so those programs may still be out there. That is an avenue uh, to to help people pay off student debt. Uh, we sort of got away from the trade schools. We used to have a lot of trade schools in America. Like you say, college isn't for everybody, right. but we need to have a path for people who don't want to go to college so they're able to be all they can be. And trade schools are one of a lot of, a lot of people like to work with their hands. They like to tinker with things, uh, do things that don't necessarily require a college degree, but you give them a path as well. Right. Uh, free community college was talked about. I, did anything ever come of free community college? No. I, Nothing. So there's a lot of rhetoric and a lot of talk. I agree with you. There should be an opportunity to pay off, <clears throat> excuse me, some of the debt. Um, but I think there needs to be a pathway like, OK, the government will pay off a portion. And here are the stipulations to do that. And yes, a lot of these programs are set up to help those who need it most. But as you said, man, people get pissed because they think somebody else is getting something that they're not getting. But you got to look at your situation. If, if, if you're a millionaire, whatever, you got this or that, whatever, you may not need assistance from the government to help you pay off that debt. And there are a lot of families, man, that are just they're dying because they'll never see a way to any other path of success because they're burdened with these school loans. Right. So uh, I, I agree that, yes, there should be some relief. All of it. Uh, no, I, I can't agree to that. But there should be means in place. And I think they are. But the government needs to tout what those programs are. So people that want to go to college to be doctors and teachers and lawyers, there should be avenues to say, hey, We'll take your skills. You can use them to help our society be better. And if you do that, we will assist you in paying off your school loans. I think that's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's just one man's opinion. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody's I, opinion is theirs. Right. Trust me, man. <laughs> we 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 help Danny pay off school loans. Um, she's got her school loans paid off. And uh, we did one of those parent loans, man, and I those are paid off. So was it was it was it easy? Hell no, no, yeah, <laughs> it, it was not easy because you know you're 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 working making that payment and you can't do something else because you got to make that loan payment. 
But, hey, I signed up for it. She went to the school. Uh, so you know what? It's our obligation to to do to pay our pay it back as we agreed to do. It may take a while, but and I think a lot of people, that's where they are. They're like, hey, I signed up for this. I'm I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay my uh, pay my debt. You know, right. Uh, you know, that's how a lot of people feel. I signed up for it. I'm going to pay the bill. But, um, yeah, it is crippling society because there's so much student loan debt. It's it's just killing the economy because once a lot of these kids get out of school, they're back living with their parents. They can't go out and do things that we did, you know, buy a home, whatnot. A lot of that may be put on hold because of the their burden with these loan loan right. payments. And if they can't buy a home, that's that's not good for the economy. No, no, it's you not. Know, a loan for a car, you know, they ride right. around in a hoopty. Right. You know, so it, it, it is crippling to the economy. Um, so, you know, I'd be interested to see what other people have to say, man. If they have an idea, hey, hit us up, you know, send us send us your input on our Facebook page or shoot us an email or whatnot. But it, it is a topic that's getting a lot of interest. And I know this week people were, uh, you know, hammering on Biden, you know, to do something about student loan debt. Uh, he threw out the fact that he would write off 50,000. And then he said he might consider 10,000. And that's a problem, man. If you're going to do something, you need to say what you're going to do and follow through on it. Not a lot of this wishy-washy stuff that keeps coming out every couple of weeks or a couple of months about student loan debt. Make a decision well, his, and do it. His problem is, is that he, he can't get it through the Senate. Right. I mean, it's a grand idea of saying that, you know, hey, I want to get rid of $50,000 worth of debt. And then you have the the senator from West Virginia that will say no. Right. So therefore, it, it could pass the House. A lot of things have passed the House, gone to the Senate, and has died on the cold died floor. Died on the vine, yep. Died simply because the they don't have a majority. Yep. They don't have They don't have a majority of 50-50 and they still use the damn filibuster yep. to block everything. Yep. So therefore you can have a great idea and the idea can be great for the house but once it gets to the senate it's just not going anywhere. That's just the nature of politics now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean that's why people need to get out there and vote change the senate, get those get those those I don't want to do anything senators out of there. Right, right. You know, right. do what's best for the country, and then, right. you know, and, and, and instead of instead of looking out for what's best for society, they only look out for what's best for their political aims. Right. That's all. Right. That's all. They don't even work. Hell, right. hell, they're only in the uh, Washington D.C. for two or three days a week. Right, right. I mean, they're getting paid one hundred seventy-four thousand dollars a year, and they only work two or three days a week. Right. And they got it's, more friggin' uh, uh, vacation time than yeah. any man is, is right. allowed. Right. Okay. Yeah, they'll be they'll be coming up on. Uh, don't they have a session here? Uh, don't they have a? Uh, it'll be summer session here pretty soon. You know, yeah. they'll be gone. <laughs> they, they were gone for two weeks for Easter. They're right. gone for a month right. for right. for right. Uh, right. Thanksgiving. They're gone right. for two weeks for uh, 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 Christmas. Yeah, and, and I mean Martin Luther King Day. They're gonna take off anyway. Right. 
Right. You know, I mean, they'll probably take a week off of Juneteenth. Since, right. Since yeah. Now national that it's a federal holiday. holiday. Yeah. <laughs> but it, 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 that, that is the crux of the issue, man. It's like a lot. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. The president really has no power. He has no power. No. The power is in the Congress. But when you have people and this is both sides, Democrat and Republican, as you said, you got a lot of people. They don't give a rat's ass about nobody but what is in it for them. And they are not willing to put the needs of the country. What's good for the country, man? A lot of these people, for whatever reason, they can't see that. They can't see past their nose to see that. Like, is this student debt thing good for the country? Yes, it would would help the economy. And it would unburden a lot of these families who are mired in a different type of poverty because all their money is going to pay school loans. They can't right. do anything else. Right. But they can't see that. They don't they they can't look and see that how this affects someone, how it affects your neighbor, how it affects your the person you go to church with. You know, all these things that make government work, all the president can do is say, look, I'd like to do A, B, C, D. But if he doesn't have the support of the House and the Senate, it's a moot point. And that's and that's why people are so pissed off about the government. The government never does a damn thing because it's got to be discussed. It's got to be argued about. And then people, well, I don't like it because of it. people are tired of that, man. I, I am. I'm tired of yeah. it. Well, there's there's <laughs> nothing wrong with things being discussed. That's that's all part of that, right. the 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 uh, republic that was created. Correct. The the problem is is that people don't even want to do the discussion right. we're just gonna we're just gonna vote just because you're a republican we're just gonna vote no on anything right. we want to bring this bill to the floor and you have to have a 60 percent majority just to bring the no i right. take that back you have a leader of the senate that can say no i'm just not right. gonna bring that bill right. to the to the right. floor and, and that's, I mean, and, yeah. and you don't have enough senators to have a discharge petition that will force the majority leader to bring it to a floor for a vote. Right. They right. just don't even they just don't even vote to even listen or to even start the debates now. Nope. That's how dug in uh, people are. It's just it's it's sad that we send these damn people to Washington, D.C., and they're making one hundred seventy four thousand dollars a year and they don't do a damn thing. Nope. Just because nope. Right. they're on this side or that side. Right. Right. And, and it's that's why people are angry. That's why people are upset. And it, every day it's it's something different, man, that these people can't get along. Back to Rodney King. Can we all just get along? No. Whatever reason, we cannot get along on nothing. Nothing. You know, and it, it's sad, man. And it's depressing. It pisses you off. And, you know, these people are making buku dollars, as you said, a year. And what the heck do they do except yeah. nothing? Nothing. So yep. uh, and maybe, you know, maybe that's, a, you know, there, there there have been some things done. You know, let's let's give credit. There have been some things done. But the bulk of the time, it, that's not the case because someone objects just because. They don't want you to put it in place. They don't want you to get it instituted because we're on the other side. We're not going to allow that to happen. And so 
we're coming up on midterms here soon. I think if if things if the Democrats lose control of the Congress, we're in for a rude awakening, man. That's just my opinion. We're in for a rude awakening. And um, we haven't seen the likes of what's coming, I don't think, in a long time. It's, it's going to be bad. I just that's just my opinion, because you, you've got so many of these unhinged people who are going to be in positions of power to make decisions that affect you and I and our families and our friends and whatnot. And a lot of it's not going to have any sound basis. It's just going to be because we've got power. We can do ABCD. Well, that's that's their goal. Their, yes. their goal is not to work. Their goal is to say, I'm in charge, and then right. I can do anything that I want because I'm in charge. Right. right. Okay. Well, let's ban books. Why? Why do we yeah. ban books? Well, uh, because we can. Right. I saw, did you see, I saw, and you know, we're, we're going one of our segues here, but I saw this, there was a, there was a, I think it was on, uh, do you ever watch the Sunday show with Jonathan Capehart? Do you ever watch yeah. that? Yes. Well, they had a lady on this morning. She was from the Brooklyn um, Brooklyn Library. Library. Brooklyn Library, talking about all the books that are, I mean, we're we're talking about banning books in America, banning books. It's it's ridiculous. It's unconscionable, man. That a few people are going to tell the masses you can't read this. Why? Because it makes me feel uncomfortable. Because I don't like the message this book's bringing. It might upset my child or what? Bullshit. We're 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 to the point we're banning books in America, and it seems like the rights of a few trump the rights of many. That's that's where we're headed, man. That's, that's where, we where are. we're headed. That's where we are. You're right. That's where we are. That's where we are. The the rights of a few are trumping the rights of many just because certain things don't make them feel a certain way. They're going to tell the majority, you ain't reading this. You ain't listening to this. It's, I mean, it's not about, I don't think, Wayne, it's about that this book is going to make them feel a certain way. The fact is, is that they have the power to do that because kids are kids. Right. You know, do you do you ban the book about Ruby Bridges because it makes you feel bad. Hell, the kids don't even know who the hell Ruby Bridges is. Right. right you know, right. do you do you? They're not banning a killer to kill a mockingbird because they use the N word. They're banning it because of how they treated um, Tom. I right. think it was Tom. Yeah. yeah, Tom in in the book. Yeah. Okay. Be because some they perceive that it's going to make all these people, like my kids, look bad. It's going to make them feel bad. The kids don't give a shit about that. Kids want to go outside and play knuckleball. Right, right. and and that's you know? the key thing, man. Kids don't know anything about this foolishness until adults get involved. Once adults get involved, and here's a classic example, man. You and I, we grew up in a small town. We always talk about our hometown, E-Town. We grew up in E-Town. Back in the day, man, we trick-or-treated our asses off. (laughs) We were all over E-Town getting candy. Did anybody, did any of the adults in our lives back then say, oh, man, it's it's devil, the devil's involved? No, we were out. It was fun. Our parents encouraged us to go out and get candy. They gave out candy, whatnot. Fast forward, once adults 
made the claim or made the comment that like, ooh, Halloween was satanic. The devil is involved in it. We need to protect our kids from this. Trick or treat turned into something bad and ruined it for a lot of kids. A lot of kids don't have the experiences that we had. Why? Because adults got involved. And it's the same thing. Kids will play with each other. They will argue with each other. They'll become friends. But once the adults get involved and start putting messages out there that seep into the minds of kids, that is what changes society. And a lot of people don't know this. You probably know this. The late, great Tupac Shakur, he had a tattoo on his body that said, Thug Life. Right. A lot of people like, okay, Tupac was a thug. No, there was a message in that. And the fact that what he had on his stomach, it wasn't about thugging and being a hoodlum. No, Thug Life said, the hate you give little infants fucks everybody. Mm-hmm. And that is a truism because it's the hate that these adults are putting out in the atmosphere. Like you say, the kids don't give a rat's ass about a lot of these books are being banned. They're kids. But the adults have put these messages out there. They're telling this crap to their kids at home. The kids are telling to their friends. And next thing you know, here we are. Books are being banned. Next thing you know, you can't listen to certain music. You can't watch certain movies. The rights of a few are trumping the rights of many. That's where we are. Well, let's add one other thing to it. I I think that we're not look. I think we're we're I think we're missing an important part. Our point is the fact that parents, yes, do tell their kids that this is going to hurt you. That's that's parents. Right. Look at the step above them. The majority of this stuff is coming from state legislators. And state legislators are passing this crap on. And because people are honed in to key words, then they take those state legislators, what they're saying, that bull crap that they're putting out, and they're bringing that home because this is the party of quote unquote X and right. X is wants to ban books. So therefore, I'm not going to uh, allow my kids to watch or listen to or read these books because I think there are some parents that do not are unaware of being able to make decisions themselves. We're so into, I have to be a Democrat, Republican, independent, or whatever, and whatever message that that political party is putting out there, some people just follow that. You know, when 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 I was in Florida, this is this is a really quick story. When I was in Florida, a uh, part of our neighborhood that we we. Uh, lived in, I, I would have a three-mile route that I would run, and that would be a four-mile route, four, five, six, seven, you know, go as long as, as as far as I can. Right. And there's one uh, uh, house or camper or whatever or, or RV 
that had a message board out every day. And the messages were sometimes they were cute. They were never really nasty or anything like that. It's something like, um, you know, if you trip and fall, you may break an arm or something, anything mm. like that. Right, right. Well, about a week before we came back to Indianapolis, this is going to this statement that I was just talking about. This person had a quote on her board, a little marker board, that it was so good, I said, I'm going to write it down. And probably if I get a chance to use it on our podcast, I will. Here's the quote that this lady had down. Be careful when following the masses. Sometime the M is missing. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. And so these that's parents that are following these legislators, I'm calling them the masses, you know, sometimes the M is missing. Yeah. And so therefore yeah. they they spew that stuff from the state legislator and they take it back home and then they feed that to the kids. That's what it's all about. Mm. You know, the the Republicans don't think they're ever going to win a national election again, but they damn sure have concentrated on state party right, right. and state officials. That's right. where the control is. That's yep. why you can get a dumbass like Ron DeSantis in Florida and say that you said something bad about me because you didn't like my thing with about Mickey Mouse. So I'm going to take away I'm going to take away your special privileges, your tax code and all that stuff, how you can control yourself. And therefore, you're going to lose a billion dollars. Well, who's going to pick up the billion dollars? Right. Right. Just because his feelings are hurt. Right. That's the problem with society today. It's, it's not the I don't I think a lot of the parents that are smart enough to realize this, it's the bunch of bull crap. That's fine. They they understand that. But it's it's all the other people that fall for all that crap. Yeah. That they they they're not. I shouldn't say they're not smart enough. They're unwilling to look at something from a different angle. You know, I'm I'm waiting for the day that I can sit down and talk to somebody and say, well, why do you think that? Why do you support him or her? Tell me exactly why don't you support this person or that person, but you always support them. Right. Why is that? You know, so I know mm -hmm. we kind of got off on a tangent, but no, no. Yeah, you know, that's no. that's that's my thoughts on yeah. it. Yeah. No, it actually that that discussion actually leads into our our uh, our next topic, and that is, you know, a lot of the rhetoric that uh is is harming this country, it's coming from our political leaders. And you had a couple instances here this past week. Uh, the representative from Michigan, she's a representative. I think her name was McMorrow. Yep. She called, I mean, people were putting out these lies that she was grooming kids uh, to take advantage of them sexually. I mean, th this person actually said that about her. So she'd had enough. She called these people out and, and just like, what is wrong with you people? You know, why Why do you have to go this route to appease a certain element of society 
who is so brainwashed, they'll believe these lies. And then you had Jamie Raskin. He's on the floor of the of the house calling out the Marjorie Taylor Greens and, and the crazy ass lady we got out here, Lauren Berber and a bunch of these other fools. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whose side are you on? You need to decide whose side you are on. You know, whose side are you on? It used to be that we were against certain things in this country. We were against communism. We were against fascism. We were against a lot of these things that we grew up learning in school, that the United States stood for A, B, C, D. That's gone, man, because a lot of our political leaders are siding with a lot of these things that they know in their heart of hearts is harmful to democracy and this country. So it, it, if I get a little agitated because it pisses me off, man, you it know, just p- pisses me off. I'm at a point now that I think that what um, the Michigan senator said is what's needed simply because for years the – People on the other side of the aisle, I, I'll just say she's a Democrat. I I'm, I'm think she's a Democrat. Yes, she was, yes. And the Republicans has always spewed that crap out, and the Democrats have always been soft. Right. They don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. They want to have kumbaya and, and so on, you know, and they don't speak up. Well, you know what? Not speaking up has lost all these damn um Local elections. And just like, you know, Cheeto Jesus, he's never been in a fight. He's never had anybody to confront him. He's always spewed stuff out. And whenever he's been confronted, he's always taken a step back. I'm at the point now that I have held my tongue, you know, for the most part, I don't want to get political and stuff like that. I'm at a point now that, hell, I don't care. Because sometimes some of these people don't realize that what they're saying is total nonsense until you call them out. Right. Just like Senator McMorrow. She called the other senator out. Okay. And that's something that, that, uh, the Democratic Party, in their in their wanting to do the right thing all the time, most of the time, I should say, that they don't do that. Well, guess what the crazies are doing? They're spewing that stuff out there, and people are waiting for someone to step up and say, "Yeah, that's right," and that's what happened in Michigan. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I. She said, I cannot take this anymore. Here I am, a white suburban mom that's tired of your crap. Especially when you come up with some weird thing that I'm trying to groom some kid for sexual stuff. Yeah. I mean, you, you just can't, you just cannot go there. And she just said, I've had it up to here. I'm speaking out. I'm calling you out. And because of that, you know, people, I, I think that some Democrats have said, yeah, I, we need one person to do that. 
and I'm not going to hold my tongue anymore. But I kind of, I kind of understand that. Absolutely. You know, I'm gonna start Absolutely. calling folks out as well because right. it makes it makes no sense that you can be docile while the other person is hitting you in the face with a damn sledgehammer. Right. And that's uh, uh, what Roland Martin. Roland Martin was on today. Um, he was on uh, not yesterday. He was on yesterday. He was on the Cross Connection. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched uh, Tiffany mean Cross. Girl. Yeah, yeah. And Roland, man, he laid it out. He's like, these Democrats need to be get, get up off your ass and fight. He said, right. you're you're going against people who who play by no rules. But here you are, like you said, you're trying to be nice. And he's like, it's time to go to war. And the oh, you got to fight fire with fire. fire That's pretty much right. what he said. And it's like, if you've done ABCD for the people of this country, you need to put that message out there. On right. the flip side, you also need to tell, these are the people, we did this, these are the people that didn't vote for it, okay? These are right. the people that didn't vote for it. This is what we done, this was who against it. He's like, call them on their shit. He didn't say that on TV, but that's that's, <laughs> that's what he was he saying. Got message. Like, <laughs> he got the message. Call these people on their shit, because that's what it is. And so, yeah, the Democrats need to stand up and fight, man. It's it, This is ridiculous that every day there's lie after lie after lie. And, man, if I were you, I could not live in Florida. I'm sorry. I could not live in Florida under the leadership of, of, of an idiot like DeSantis. I couldn't do it, man. Yeah. This man is evil. He is evil. And he, he he's he's like, like his boy, as you call him, Cheeto Jesus. He's a sycophant. And don't say anything bad about me, otherwise I'll get you. And that's what he's doing to Disney. That's what he's doing to, you know, the book banning and his issues with CRT and all this stuff. It's like, dude, you are a punk ass. That that I, That's it. You're a punk ass. You're a yeah. punk ass. That's, that's all you are. <laughs> but, but see, that's the thing is that he's in the legislature. Right. I mean right. – He's the they governor of the, state. They drew up a a, a gerrymandered map. Yep. And the the uh, judges came in and said, "Well, that map is not good because it's it's eliminating this district that most of the people that live in that district are black." He said, "Right. Yeah. No, I don't care. Yeah. I'm just yeah, going to do it care. anyway." Right. And right. then the state legislator, they just, I, I want to do this, and they'll go, "Okay, here we go." Yeah. And 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 not only that, they don't debate it. I mean, it's done within a day and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's done within a day and a half. Yeah. You know, right. so it's when you got super majorities in these legislators, you know, it, the, the here here's an example of st stupidity how how weak Democrats are. In the state of New York, they had a Jerry map. They had a map that was gerrymandered towards Democratic candidates. All right, the judge in New York said that map's no good because it's gerrymandered towards Democratic candidates. Now in Florida. It was gerrymandered towards Republican candidates, and the Republicans said, well, it was gerrymandered towards Democratic candidates, and the Republicans said, well, we're just going to change it anyway. So 
the people that are being nice, the people that are being nice and saying the the reason that this is wrong is because it's not fair. And the other people say, well, it's not fair, but we don't care. Right. So you're losing, you're losing on both, both counts. You're nice and you're losing. And then they're nasty and you're losing. Right. (laughs) Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's a sad state of affairs and it's happening all across this country. We, we got, crap going on out here. The lady who's running for secretary of state, uh, she was involved in a scheme to uh, tamper with voting machines and whatnot, and they found found her ass out. Um, they're going to bring her up before charge. I think they may have indicted her for the crime already. Um, and then a couple other guys in a couple other counties here, they downloaded data off the hard drives of the voting machines, mm-hmm. turned the data over. I mean, it's crap like that. And it's, as you always say, man, these people don't care. If yeah. we can't win outright, we're going to cheat your ass and we're going to do it right in front of your eyes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and the other the other thing is that no one's going to jail. No, not no one's one being person. indicted. No, no. The Justice Department. I don't know where they have their head, but it must be up their ass because they're not doing a damn thing because Justice Department rules say that we can't do that. Well, fuck, change the Justice Department rules. Well, there's going to be a whole lot of people that's going to be upset with it. So friggin' what? Right. So what? If he's wrong, he's wrong. Okay. Just because there's no there's no precedent for it. Make a damn precedent for it. Right. Right. If yeah, you they, if you embezzle money, your ass go to jail. Right, right. They they they've got more than enough evidence with surrounding this January the sixth, this insurrection. I mean, nobody prominent. People don't want to show up. They they and it's like, well, we asked them voluntarily to come in. You know, these people aren't going to show up. You need to subpoena their ass. And when they don't show up, you send out the congressional police, whoever the U.S. marshals, and arrest, arrest their, their ass. ass. But I guarantee you, though, if the if the Congress, the House changes. They're going to subpoena Democrats, and the Democrats oh. will come in and go, oh, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll we'll, show we'll up come because in. it's the right thing to do. <laughs> it's the right you know, thing to do, I'm, right. I'm playing by the rules, <laughs> and those fuckers <laughs> never play by the rules. No, never, never. <laughs> they they oh, snub yeah. their nose at the process every day. They're, like you say, Cheeto Jesus, who they bow at the feet of every day, he's being fined $10,000 a day by the state of New York because he ain't showing up. So what does, I mean, literally, the average citizen, you and I couldn't do that. If we get subpoenaed and said, and I ain't going down to that courthouse, guess what? The sheriff <laughs> is going to knock on my door and pick my ass up because I'm in <laughs> contempt of court. But why doesn't the justice system at a higher, why doesn't it work that way? Nobody's supposed to be above the law, right? Right. But every day we see that like. Hell yeah, they're above the law. They're flaunting it that we're above the law. We ain't showing up for your hearing. We ain't we're ignoring your subpoena and we're going to give you the middle finger and tell you where you can go. That's exactly what's going on. Yeah. So it's it's sad, man, that, uh, you know, they're talking about they're going to have some public hearings in June. And as Roland's like, what? Who cares? What good is that going to do? What is it going to do? You've had more than enough time. You've got text message. You can see who all was involved in this insurrection. You know exactly what they were saying. They were involved in it. They've lied about it. And you've got the evidence to like, you know what? Arrest their ass. But the, no. 
the I only know. people they're going to be interested in is are the the people that want justice done right. and the people that know that what they did was wrong. Right. Right. The other people aren't even. I'm not going to watch that. Right. Hell, they're not even. I I sat down and I've had three shows on. I, I got you know uh, YouTube TV. I had it on three different channels. I had it on CNN. I had it on MSNBC and I had it on Fox, mm. Fox News, and the same thing that they were showing. They were showing the hearings with uh, Justice uh, Kadanji, Kadanji Jackson, yeah, yes. Brown, yeah. On two of those shows, they showed the majority of it. On one show, they didn't even show it. They didn't show hardly any aspects I believe of it. I believe it. I because believe it. they didn't, this goes back to Elon Musk, they didn't want people to know what this lady was truly about, how right. decent, how qualified she was. Right. They just said, we're, we're going to talk about something else. Right. right. And then mention something, the things that they mentioned, they mentioned stuff about you know, her sentencing and stuff right. like that. They right. didn't they didn't show anything that actually showed her character, showed no. her legal prowess or anything like that. Nope. The That's other two their, did. Yeah. The other one did not. That's their MO. That's I, I, I refuse to watch it, but I used to be at work and in the break room. Every, they always had Fox News on. I'm like, man, turn this bullshit off. I mean, <laughs> but the manager of the site, he was a Fox News guy. So he had given orders to the facility that don't change the channel. And I'm like, what? So every day you're inundated with this foolishness by these people who call themselves journalists. You know, to, I mean, it's like, dude, if anybody's got an ounce of intelligence, this is all one sided. And it's always. A, a bunch of lies that you're telling about whatever this situation is. You can't speak the truth to save your damn life. Yeah. And that, that's why I'm like, you know what? There there are some credible journalists at Fox. There are some that are that are credible. But they but don't last long. They don't last long. No. And if some of the people, the truth, they're like, uh, yeah, a, a lot of them, it's like, do you wait? How, I mean, how do you sleep at night? Knowing that what you're doing every day, you're getting on that TV, talking to people who don't have a, a tooth in their head, a lot of them. It's like you're lying to these people. You are lying to these people because you don't want them to know the truth. You don't want them to know the truth. So I, I'm just I can say, man, I, I feel, I'm beginning to feel a certain way about this country. I never thought I would. Um, and I, I, it's a bad feeling. I don't like that feeling, but I just feel we're headed for something that is not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. This, <laughs> this hour has gone by according it, to my it has, calculation. Man. It has, it has, been, it was, we, we've been on it for an hour and six minutes. Yeah, it was seven. A spirited and right. discussion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's so. important, you know, and uh as you say, man, we're we're going to say it like we see it. That's that's how we see it. We uh we're not going to hold anything back and I think if a lot of people, there are a lot of people like you and I, they feel the same way. They don't know what the hell is going on in this country, man. Yeah. How did we get to this point to where lies are suddenly truth and the truth don't matter to don't matter hill of beans. It yeah. don't matter no more. <laughs> what what you're hearing is true, but I I didn't say that. Right. Right. 
I I didn't tell him to resign. You're a liar. You're on the (laughs) tape. You're on the tape. I mean, that's what I mean. That's how I I don't get it, man. You have a press conference and they done played the tape and you you're on there saying exactly what you're saying. You didn't say. So what are we are we in the twilight zone or something? And and, and the people that that will believe him will say, well, oh, that was that was dubbed. It was they they don't right. (laughs) They don't want to really know the truth because the truth will make them feel like they're an asshole in which they probably are anyway. Well, I tell you, the truth needs to set us free from all this foolishness. The truth needs to set us free because right now we're being held hostage by lies and deceit and conspiracy theories and political leaders that don't give a rat's ass about democracy. They, they, they only care about power. Yeah. And um, the, the, we need to be set free from that. I don't know how it's going to happen, but something needs to happen to set us free from this foolishness. Otherwise, we, I don't we need know, to have bro. a discussion about our 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 home senators again someday because yes, we got absolutely. one that's a damn fool. Right. The other is smart enough to know that he's not a damn fool, but he's foolish enough to say yeah. that I don't care what he did. I know that he was wrong. Right. And you mean to tell me, Moscow Mitch, that you know that he was wrong and he caused January the 6th and if he's chosen to be the nominee, you would vote for him again? Well, I will yeah. vote for him again because yeah. he's the nominee. Even though yeah. that you called him out right. and you don't like him, right. you hate his guts. Right. Yeah, you hate the man's guts and you're still going to vote for him just yep. because he's a Republican? How yep. about country over party, you dumbass, you fucking right. loopy neck <laughs> son of a goop-eyed <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> Woo, man. Woo, we <laughs> on fire tonight. We on America, fire tonight. I tell you though, it, I you're, apologize. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right that that this guy represents our home state. God, he gave, he gave in his passion speech that night after after the insurrection when the when the when the Senate convened to do the electoral votes. He gave an impassioned speech. He even said he was responsible. He's a bad man. All this stuff. He said that. And then the next breath you take, well, yeah, if he runs in Twitter, I'm going to support him. What? <laughs> I mean, what? That, is, that ain't number straight up cowardice, man. He's got a yellow streak down his back a mile long. You're a yeah. coward. He's He's, once again, let's go back to He's only looking at things politically. He doesn't give a shit about reality. He does not give a crap about anything except him becoming the Senate majority leader again so that all he can do is ram through his bull crap. Yeah. That's what that's all about. And yeah. if he doesn't say that I'm I'm not going to vote for him, then when the if the uh Republicans win the Senate, and uh, Cheeto Jesus says, I don't want him to be the Senate majority leader, then he's out. And so right. he's just, right. he's doing what he's, right. Right. he's bending his knees and sucking up to Cheeto Jesus. Right. 
Right. You know, so getting you some mean, of that orange dust off his lips. Right, right. You mentioned him and our and our other our other guy. Oh, he, he's just as dumb as dumb as a b- bag of rocks too. <laughs> yeah, you know, some the carpet of the bagger. Yeah, some of the foolishness he'd be spouting. I'm like, where where did the, I, the people of Kentucky need to? They, y'all need to take a pulse. And like, why do you vote for these people? Because why do you continually vote for these people? That's all. You know. You know, political so, incest. Political incest. You are exactly right. <laughs> political incest. Yeah. 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 Political incest. Well, my friend, we got a, kind of got carried away there about five minutes ago. We extended it about five minutes. So all good. To to all of our uh, listeners out there, I, I hope that you enjoyed our uh, little uh, tirade at times. Uh, but I think that we hit on some political topics that are, or some topics that are pertinent to what's going on in the world today. Right. And um, I, I hope that, you know, you tune back into us in the future and we have some topics that may be interested to you. If not, then, hey, we're going to continue to do what we do. Right. Hey, before we sign off, I want to throw out, man, a, a memoriam here. Um, Miss Naomi Judd passed. I don't know if you were aware yes. of that. Yes. Um, of the Judd family, uh, the, mom and daughter, the Judds. Uh, matriarch. Yeah. Matriarch of the Judd family. Ashley's big UK fan. She, you see her at a lot of UK games. But uh, and you know, you know what's really sad? It was sad that she passed because they were talking about going on tour again, doing some yeah. tours. But what's really sad about it, man? People always say you should give people their flowers while they're alive. Mm-hmm. This lady passed. She is a giant in country music, but you only inducted her into the Country Music Hall of Fame tonight. The lady's passed. Yeah, that's bullshit. And that's the issue. I And we go. But I will say that's the issue I have with a lot of these, especially the music hall of fame, because I'm into music. It's like. What, what this lady's a giant because she should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. Right. But now she's passed and you're going to induct her into the Hall of Fame. I mean, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yep. You should be ashamed of yourself. I got a lot of the judge music. I, I like their music. Uh, but she was the matriarch of that family and uh, just want to remember her. And uh, hopefully her family is is dealing with her passing uh, well, that they're comforted. And uh, but she is a giant uh, in country music and she'll definitely be missed uh, in country music. Yep. Amen to that. Man, brother. See, si, senor. Yes. All right. All right. Well, we've put an end to this puppy dog. We'll <laughs> yes, put sir. this puppy to sleep. To sleep. Put it down for the night. <laughs> yes, sir. We are into baseball season and season. And as the Yankees go, I'll be happy if they do well because I've always been a Yankees fan. Okay. And okay. Uh, just uh, as we always end our broadcasts, we always say, like three strikes, we are out. We're out. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of those of the individuals and do not reflect on the official policies or positions of any government or corporation.